This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you all to the Warning Radio program. Wherever you're listening to me, throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. Today I have Bree Keaton, I call her the Pygmy Lady, coming from Kansas City. Bree, welcome back to the Warning Program. Oh, it's great to be on. Thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, when was your last trip to the Congo? Oh, it was last spring. Uh, there are so many conflicting things going on now. I, it's dangerous for me to go. So I've, uh, but I've got a large staff over there that work for me. So we're our presence is very strong. Okay, so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what is going right now with uh, the pygmies in the Congo? Well, there's a quite an issue. This is funded out of the Middle East. There's a surge of jihadists that are coming into the east part of the Congo. So that's the Ebola and North Kivu regions of the Congo. And uh, the Congo is extremely large. So you have to picture three of Texas in there with room to spare. That's how big it is. So the, the east part of the Congo apparently... They're trying to just take it over and take that land in a permanent kind of a way for themselves. And they're just pushing all the people who live there out. But they particularly have targeted my pygmies because they are Christians. And these jihadists have been murdering my pygmies and just cutting their heads off, piling up their bodies, raping them, and worst of all, eating them. So I think... When the jihadists swarm in an area, they eat up everything, and then there's nothing left to eat, and then they start eating the pygmies because they have such a low opinion of them. They think of them as animals. Now, what I've been doing was evacuating them in a sort of an exodus-type thing, but we were doing it in the night to try to keep the jihadists from murdering the pygmies as they tried to run. But it, it, uh, it's been very hard because they would find out sometimes and just start killing up the line from the rear. And they murdered babies and moms and dads and elderly who were trying to escape in the night. So we lost a lot of pygmies in that exodus. But uh, the good news is a lot of them did live. Now, we've, we've got, uh, there's seven of my villages that we had to evac over a period of about three, a little over three months. Uh, 
just gradually moving them off the land and into a into towards central Congo, not central, but towards central Congo. So they're just squatting in unplanted fields right now. And and Jonathan, it's re, it's a very bad situation. I uh, I'm trying to raise enough money to just feed them every month. And this this is uh, has nothing to do with the the uh, massive work we're doing with 80,000 pygmies that I've led to the Lord over there, this amounts to around 10,000 pygmies who, who are just squatting in fields. I bought them tarps. I bought them uh, pots and pans because they just ran with the clothes on their backs and they just, they need everything. But the main thing they need is food. So to feed them, it takes around $9,500 a month just to feed them, not not counting all the other pygmies we care for in all the villages all over the Congo. But these ones are in such desperate shape, they're, some are already dying. So I've gotten pictures of, you know, the babies that have died and some of the adults that have died. And... Uh, it's just been very hard, very hard, because these are some of the first pygmies that I ever went to, to, uh, to bring the good news, to bring the gospel message. And they have been some of the most faithful, too. I love these pygmies so much. They, um, they've seen miracles like hundredfold harvests. They do dead raising because we, we teach them everything. And then teach them to plant and harvest, which is something pygmies have never done because they're hunter-gatherers. But they uh, they learn so quickly. They're very, very smart. People think they're just animals, but they're extremely smart. Um, in- intelligence has nothing to do with the ability to read and write. If you live in a tree and you're naked your whole life with your tribe, there's no reason to have clothing or to re- learn to read or write. But now... They are learning these skills. It's been um, been very gratifying to see them go deeper and deeper with the Lord. And even, I want to say this too, even as horrible as their circumstances are, even in the state of starvation and such, such lack, still they are praising the Lord. They're sending me videos, my scouts, who are all with them and helping them all the time, my scouts. And... Uh, they send me video of the pygmies worshiping the Lord. And then recently they sent a couple of videos where they had learned to say in English, thank you. Isn't that something? They, so they would normally say Asante, which is uh, Swahili, uh, Asante Yesu. But they were saying, thank you, Brie. And then they sang Hallelujah together and then they said thank you Brie and it was so sweet because they wanted to send a message to, and the the whole video they've got the bags of food in front of them there and, and supplies and they're just weeping and praising the Lord isn't that awesome that they can praise the Lord in the midst of their trials well that's what the Bible tells us to do that's what Paul did Many times in America, Christians find it hard to do that, frankly, because the relationship with God is so shallow. But when we have a strong relationship, we learn to praise the Lord in all things. But again, 
we need to get right back to reality in America. Thank God for the blessings we have. Thank God that we are not uh, living in the Congo being uh, attacked or eaten or killed. But I'll tell you what, in America, if we don't turn this thing around, America is going to come under severe persecution. I'm talking about Christians. The Republic is going to fall. We're in dire straits in America. Uh, people don't seem to understand how serious it is. They can't believe that uh, governments would be so evil to uh, uh, do things to depopulate their own people uh, like vaccines. But the reality is that's exactly what's going on. And uh, we are under an evil government in America that's uh, wanting to move us into a new world order. They don't care about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. Frankly, they don't care about you or I. And Christians are the target. Christians are the target. Bree? I can see a lot of, uh, I can draw a lot of similarities here between what's happening in the Congo and what's happening here. Uh, America was always my first and very beloved mission field right here in my own country. And I travel coast to coast every every year. I go into every part of America to speak, to minister. But when I go to the Congo and I see the persecution, these pygmies, for the sake of the Lord Jesus Christ, you see, they're not they are not afraid to tell people about Jesus, even if they know it will cost their lives. They always ask me, once they're born again, I'll, I'll go in and preach the gospel to a village. When they accept Jesus, then we start building them houses and take care of them. And I get them this little instrument. Now, remember, they have, they have nothing to distract them from the basics of life which is hunting and gathering, but now it's planting, harvesting, hunting and gathering. And they live in the little houses we built. But every single night, the whole village, which is a tribe, you know, it'll be a tribe, but they'll all live in the village we built. So I have 20 villages. And each village has a proclaimer, which is the New Testament in a language they can understand. So by the time I visit again, after giving them that, Many of them have already memorized the whole New Testament. They, they're very audio trained. So to their ear, they can hear this and then repeat it. And so the understanding, the depth happens. I really believe this now, Jonathan, that, that listening to the word, reading the word, soaking in the word, praying the word is the key to success. So when we get in trouble, we don't scream, oh, God, I'm going to die. We scream, greater is he who lives in me than he that's in the world. Nothing shall be impossible to him that believes. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. So they're memorizing the word. And when they get under attack, they shout the word of God. This is something that we really don't have here. It's something I'd like to see Christians become ensconced in the word instead of ensconced in the TV. You know what I mean? So we're, we're missing the mark. We're missing the mark. And the mark of the high calling is to press in for the greater and the higher things of God. So, so that when the storm comes and the Reve book of Revelation, we know the storm will come. There's no question. It will come because the word of God is true. 
Are we ready and able to stand on the word of God when that happens? Can we stand in a field with nothing and waiting and hoping that someone in America will remember us and send us food? Can we then stand in that field with people dying all around us and say, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Are we able, are we at that point? And I'm going to say, I don't think so. I think Americans as a whole, not individual Christians, but Americans as a whole have lost their plumb line. They've truly lost their way and they are no longer grateful. They're no longer thankful. They don't get out of bed and thank God that they're still breathing air or that they have a a parcel of food on their plate. They don't grasp the things that are coming and they are coming. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening right now to The Warning Program. If you just tuned in, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, also the President of Eagles Saving Nations. That's geared, so we have another great awakening. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Sign up for Eagles Saving Nations, because if we don't Wake up, America. If there's not a genuine repentance, a national repentance, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this nation is going to fall. You think I'm fooling. I'm not fooling. Millions are going to die. They're trying to topple the republic and move us into a new world order. Sheer communism. And uh, they don't care whether you live or die. They're doing things right now, frankly, that kills people. Uh, vaccinations that are not needed, that uh, instead have poison inside of them. You say, I don't believe it. You know, uh, if you want to keep your head in the clouds, you go right ahead. But thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are sounding the alarm, medical doctors, etc. And we are in a fight for our survival right now. Again, you're listening to The Warning Program. I have Bree Keaton. Uh, we call her the pygmy lady. Going in and out of the Congo. Now, Bree, you said that uh, uh, people are killing the pygmies. Uh, who is killing the pygmies? Right now, it is the jihadist rebels coming in, funded and sent Uh, to do exactly this, to take the eastern part of the Congo. Now, uh, my purpose... Let's let's identify who are the jihadists. They are people who are Islamic, and they have a mission, which is, it used to be convert or die. Now it's just die. So they're just going in and murdering, and they're clearing the land so they can take it by force. I I will say this, that... um, Uh, things were fine before this surge happened. It it really began last spring and it heated up to the max in May. So we are at a year right now and they have cleared out, murdered, blocked all the roads, stop all the cars, rob everyone, take everything from them. So it's a, it's a very bad situation in the Congo. Now uh, I'm trying my best to, uh, to keep the pygmies rescued that I did 
evacuate from the area. So, uh, like I said, they're starving, and I need around ninety five hundred a month. My my website is worshiping with two p's, worshipingwarriorsfellowship.com. and I have to raise this amount every month, or they will literally die of starvation. Uh, eventually, I hope to buy more land and uh, plant more fields for them. But this, this right now, we're just in survival mode, trying to keep them alive long enough to find and purchase land for them and start over in an area that's not under jihad. Where are these jihadists from? They, they are mostly Africans, but they're being heavily funded out of the Middle East. So this surge is something that is, has been planned for a fairly long time. Um, I have papers to prove that, but, you know, obviously I can't show that on the radio. But this is a very serious situation. If they can come and take over a massive country like the Congo, by the way, second largest city on the planet is Kinshasa, which is the capital. So this would give you an idea about the Congo. And uh, and so if it can happen there, <clears throat> where people thought everything was fine. Can it happen here? Answer, yes. So people need to prepare. People need to get ready. They need to pray. And you hit the nail on the head there. We need a great awakening and a great revival, and we need it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, you're listening to The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. My special guest is Bree Keaton. We call her the Pygmy Lady. As uh, She said, we have to have a great awakening or America is falling. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Please join Eagle Saving Nations. The goal is the Philistadiums up in America and around the world. Let Pentecost once again come down on the lives of the believers there so they can go forth without fear and intimidation, but power and authority like Peter did, and we can see people saved. Again, worldministries.org, join Eagles Saving Nations. Now, Bree, I'll tell you what, uh, the Congo is one area. Uh, there are other areas right there where the pygmies live. No, they're primarily in the Congo. Now, they have kind of um, scattered a little bit they're, the Congo touches eight different countries, so they're completely surrounded. But uh, generally speaking, the mass of them are are definitely in the – and there are two Congos, I should clarify. There's a small, tiny little Congo, no conflict going on there. But there's a very large Congo, which is the Democratic Republic of Congo. It used to be called Zaire. So if you have an older map, that's what it will say. And if, uh, you know, if you want to pray for somebody, pray for the most hated, most despised, most downbeaten, downtrodden people on the planet, which are the little pygmies that live in the deep forests of the Congo. They are horribly persecuted as a people group, mostly because they're misunderstood. But uh, tribalism is very bad all over Africa. It's a problem every country in Africa, tribalism. And this is what I believe they've tried to do here in the United States. It's a form of tribalism, but the spirit behind it is division. There's a spirit of division and a spirit of chaos, which they have introduced into America. They've deliberately brought down the spirit of chaos. So 
this chaos thing, it's it's everybody speaking it now, but I started speaking it um, along about February. This is the spirit of chaos that's been released. So how do we overcome that? Well, the Holy Spirit in us, the hope of glory, releasing the glory all over our, our homes, our cities, our states, our nation, the bright light of heaven chases out the darkness. So what am I talking about? Individual revival and then corporate revival. So it starts with one person. You could say Jesus was always in revival. And then the people around him, they all got revived. And so now what we need are lots of people to rise up and begin shouting from the rooftops, the glory of God is come down. Come on, let's start walking in this. Let's start uh, shouting that Jesus is Lord. America, repent. America, come back to Jesus. There's so many things we can do as individuals. Don't ever say, oh, I need some big shot to do it. No. You know, there's a lot of people that nobody knew that God has used in a mighty way. Do you know Catherine Kuhlman was born just an hour east of where I live in Kansas City in a little bitty town called Concordia, Missouri? And uh, she rose up to international uh, recognition because God raised her up. She was nobody. And God raised her up. Do you know that she had a stutter when she was a child? She could hardly speak at all. But God uh, delivered her from that stutter. Uh, I've, I've told several people this is quite interesting. When she began to speak in public, she was just beginning to overcome that stutter. And if you'll ever hear a recording her, of her, she speaks very deliberately and she speaks very slowly and she overpronounces each word. And that's because she's overcome a stutter, which would have ruined her and she could have never had a ministry. And so we could think about Moses, same thing. He had a stutter. So God brought along his brother Aaron. To speak for him. So people who, who are really uh, just, you know, from a tiny little town and they're nobody, God, no matter what you have that's uh, holding you back, oh, I'm too poor, oh, I'm too old, oh, I'm too sick, everybody has, oh, I'm too busy, everybody has an excuse, Jonathan, but this is the day where we lay that all down and we rise above who we are. And begin to be who God called us to be and do what God called us to do and say what God called us to say. And God is going to use people nobody's ever heard of to go and change the world. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you're listening to The Warning radio program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. My special guest has been Dr. Bree Keaton, the pygmy lady. As she mentioned tribalism all through Africa, tribalism all through America. Not too long ago, we had a Kenya by birth president that spread tribalism, division, racism all through America, and he's behind the scenes still instigating it today. 
Uh, we need another great awakening or this nation is going to fall. You can say all you want. We'll pray it and, and won't let it happen. God is not going to come out of heaven no matter how much you pray and save America until the Battle of Armageddon. We've got to have another great awakening. You and I are involved in bringing revival, making disciples, or a nation falls. Join Eagles Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Again, you heard the need. Even if you telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, give via my website, worldministries.org, and we will uh, give you a tax ocean too and uh, send the money to help Bree in the Congo, or wherever uh, the need is for the pygmies. Uh, we are coming out of time, Brie. I know pygmies used to be even in Rwanda, Burundi, but as you said, now they're focusing more in one area. Is that correct? Yes, there are a few here and a few there, but the ones that are in trouble, those are the ones I'm helping, the ones that are being murdered. I want to save them from that. So my passion is, you know, I'm going into conflict zones, which we all know is very, very dangerous, but I've been doing it for 14 years now, 14 years. Okay, ladies and and gentlemen, so you do what you can. We need your help. People are dying. May God richly bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.